Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum. This is Dr. Waqar. Welcome to my podcast. Today we will talk about whooping cough. Pertussis infection. Do you know why they call it whooping cough? Because it has the characteristic whoops that occur in children and which are caused by sharp inhalation of breath during bouts of proximal cough. And how it drives uh, from where uh, it spreads. It spreads from animals, usually they are saying in 1910 from the gorillas but also uh, in the zoo, nowadays in the zoo, that's why they are giving the vaccination to the gorillas of uh, this infection, bordetula pertussis. So this is infection which is caused by bacterium bordetula pertussis toxin and it is important pathogen and it is uh, highly contagious. So it has previously called the 100 day cough. Why they called it 100 day cough? Because it lasts 3 months or more. But nowadays they don't use this term but previously it was called the 100 day cough. So today we will discuss how to recognize a baby who is suffering from a whooping cough, pertussis infection and how to make a clinical diagnosis because in MRC-PCH exam you will face a question with a whooping cough and an examiner might ask the investigation or the diagnosis or maybe he, he may ask the management of the whooping cough. So clinical diagnosis is important in whooping cough. Then we'll go for the investigation to confirm how to confirm the diagnosis. And then uh, admission, which baby requires admission and which baby is uh, not requiring admission. Then we will talk about the treatment. It has the antibiotic treatment and also prophylaxis for the close contacts. And then general advice to the parents or caregiver, the child when a child should be able to go back to the nursery or a school or at work. So it has a three phases of symptoms. Cateral phase, proximal phase and convalescent phase. So three phases. In these three phases, they have the different symptoms. The most important phase is proximal phase which is the in between of cateral and convalescent phase. Number first phase is the cateral phase which lasts between one and two weeks. So during this phase if someone uh, is uh, giving a treatment and someone has diagnosed that this is the whooping cough because it, uh, the baby has not still produced the whoop. This whoop is in the next phase. So if you will diagnose in this phase, then it is uh, very helpful that you will give a treatment in this phase and it might reduce the symptoms. So this cateral phase which has symptoms of nasal discharge, conjunctivitis, malaise, sore throat, low grade fever, dry, unproductive cough. Usually it lasts one to two weeks. This is the cateral phase and it is important if you will diagnose in this phase, this will be beneficial for the baby. The next phase is proximal phase which lasts between 1 and 6 weeks. So it, in this phase there are proximal uh, cough. So what is this? They have the bouts of cough or we can say the fits of cough. It has the whoop a short expiratory burst followed by inspiratory gasp. And this occurs most at night and usually 
uh, under the age of three months if babies are younger than the three months of the age they may have the apnea alone they don't have these whoops the whoops usually uh, above the three months more than three months of the age there may be a more than 30 proxismers in 24 hours so in this phase uh, they have, might have the post-tusive vomiting and this post-tusive vomiting after bouts of cough they will vomit so if there is 30 proxismers in 24 hours if baby will vomit in 30 times in a day he will go in dehydration or malnutrition but when you will examine the child's chest it must it is clear you will not find the v's or crackers usually it is free of the symptoms so this is the proximal phase and then the convalescent phase this is the last phase which lasts up to three months and even more that's why they are saying the 100 day cough so in that phase the gradual improvement and cough frequency and severity and but if in this phase, during this three to four months, if baby has developed superimposed another infection, the baby has, may have the whoops again, but without this pertussis and uh, uh, this bodytula pertussis. Okay, now you have, uh, how do you will make the clinical diagnosis? If any baby who is having acute cough that lasted for 14 days or more, without another apparent cause and one of the following like proximal cough, inspiratory whoop, post-tusive vomiting and if small young infant they have apneic attacks. So this is the clinical diagnosis. I am repeating this because if you are uh, in the clinic and you have received a baby who has started the cough which is uh, lasting 14 days or more and one of the following like this cough is associated proximal cough inspiratory whoop post-tusive vomiting and if younger than three months they have the apneic attacks uh, which, which are maybe you will think something uh, other uh, other other thing like heart problem or something else but it is because of the uh, this body pertussis infection okay then what are the differential diagnoses in, in the exam you will face the question they will give you simple upper respiratory infection like cough mild fever or vomiting then they, they may they might give you the complete blood count picture because it has a specific lymphocytosis just memorize it remember it the whooping cough this uh, infection bacteria bodytular pertussis toxin cause the lymphocytosis so you will face the question, uh, maybe you will think it is the respiratory syncytial virus or adenovirus or chlamydia or mycoplasma pneumonia. These are the differentials of infection causes of in this case. So uh, you will do the CBC and you find the lymphocytosis. So okay, you did CBC and you see there is the lymphocytosis. Then what would be your next step to confirm the diagnosis? Then you will go for the per nasal swab, which is nasopharyngeal aspirate or nasopharyngeal swab or per nasal swab. PCR uh, detection by the PCR and uh, you will see the pertussis toxin so this is the exam question they will give you the lymphocytosis they don't write the lymphocytosis they will give you the history of a baby of any kind of infection for uh, one week or 10 days then they will give you the picture of complete blood count, count and you should know if there is lymphocytosis lymphocytes are more than 15 then what would be your next step to confirm the diagnosis either it is a syncytial virus or adenovirus or uh, pertussis so you will go for the PCR per nasal swab PCR 
then uh, another investigation which usually not in the babies uh, they do the anti part anti toxin IgG which is detect detected in serum or in oral fluid but uh, this is usually in the adult and uh, if even sometimes baby but in the absence of vaccination within last past one year okay so you have diagnosed now diagnosis is confirmed that this is the whooping cough having lymphocytosis and pernasal swab pcr culture came and it is a bordetula pertussis infection now how would you manage if just like uh, look at the age of the baby if six months of age or younger and baby is acutely unwell and he baby has apneic episodes severe paroxysmus and baby is cyanosed definitely you will admit the patient because sometimes those babies having severe complications like seizures pneumonia encephalitis so before i refer baby to the hospital or you will uh, uh, arranging for the admission you should inform the hospital that i am suspecting this baby has a whooping cough because this is highly contagious pathogen so they will uh, make an arrangement of uh, isolation they will admit this baby in the isolation ward so if there is no need of admission and baby is well he has the mild symptoms because if baby has vaccinated or baby has exposed previously with this pathogen those babies and children having less severe symptoms as compared to the newly exposed baby and he or she had not a vaccination previously so this this is the these are the reasons of severity of the symptoms the first line management are the macrolide antibiotics infant less than 1 month of age we will prescribe clarithromycin 1 month or older uh, azithromycin or clarithromycin even in pregnant women we should prescribe azithromycin and clarithromycin but pregnant is erythromycin is the good choice if they are not tolerate babies cannot tolerate these antibiotics are having some uh, allergic with this group then that second group is cotrimaxone or for example if baby is having contraindication of this antibiotic the second is cotrimaxone so these uh, antibiotics are the prophylaxis because if baby have you have received the baby in uh, proximal phase or convalescent phase you have treat, you are treating the baby with this antibiotic please reassure the parents that this antibiotic will not reduce the symptoms because baby is already in the second or third phase but in first phase these have a specific role and uh, they will reduce the symptoms sometimes my parents wants to know that i am giving the antibiotic to my baby but still my baby has the same symptoms so the main aim of uh, this these antibiotics is to protect others and you will also give the prophylaxis to the close contact like healthcare worker family members or even uh, uh, school uh, students uh, classmates so what are the complications complications are divided into severe less severe and extra respiratory like intrathoracic uh, increase intrathoracic and increase uh, intra abdominal pressure and post use vomiting so severe complications for example apnea pneumonia seizures encephalopathy and cyanosis these are the severe complications may happen in the whooping cough you, and less severe complication otitis media and sometimes unilateral hearing loss 
so because of increase intrathoracic and intra abdominal pressure intrathoracic pressure will increase baby may have ecchymosis and cyanosis and uh, uh, you, you will see the baby's uh, raccoon eyes and intra abdominal pressure increase they might have the umbilical hernia because it lasting more than 3 months this cough is not the uh, will go for two or three weeks if uh, for continuous three months if baby has cough the abdominal pressure will be increased because of the cough reflexes so then they might develop the umbilical hernia inguinal hernia and also they uh, they may be this umbilical hernia and rectal prolapse as well so these three things because of increased intra abdominal pressure but if the baby is very small sometimes they may have their rib fractures or lumbar intervertebral uh, disc problems and they might have a uh, urinary incontinence so subconjunctival scleral hemorrhage as well and facial and trunchal petechias these thing you will uh, see in the babies uh, who is suffering from the whooping cough in the exam of applied knowledge in practice sometimes they will give you subconjunctival hemorrhage and they will give you history or sometimes they don't give you history they'll give you subconjunctival or scleral hemorrhage and facial and trunchal petechia and they will give you the option so it could be because of pertussis whooping cough and the other complication is uh, post tusive vomiting if they have 30 times uh, proxismus they will develop a vomiting after these uh, bouts of the cough so because of these cough they goes into the severe dehydration or sometimes malnutrition okay so now what what is the advice you will give to the parents so if baby is uh, baby doesn't require the admission then you will give advice rest adequate fluid intake and use of paracetamol or ibuprofen uh, for the symptomatic relief so even uh, antibiotic treatment cause protracted non infectious cough that may take several weeks to resolve so this is when you prescribe the antibiotic uh, macrolides and uh, you should advise the parents that it will take several weeks to resolve doesn't mean that baby will be fine after this treatment if baby is immunized or pertussis had exposure before they have the less severe symptoms and prophylaxis antibiotic for the suspected case or confirmed whooping cough cases like uh, uh, nursery peer group and also the school and uh, healthcare workers and the family members prophylaxis antibiotic so this antibiotic is a macrolides and 48 hours of antibiotic treatment completed or the 21 days after the onset of symptoms if not treated so these uh, the timing of the antibiotics and, and then when recover from acute illness arrange vaccinations for the bordetella pertussis so this is the highly infectious pathogen and it has a mortality rate in less than 6 months of age younger than 6 months of age infants is 3.5% as compared to the older and teens it has a 0.3% mortality rate so that's why a examiner wants you to diagnose this uh, whooping cough because if you will diagnose early you will treat early it can help the baby to relieve the symptoms <clears throat> and this is the notifiable disease sometimes in the exam you will find that uh, is whooping cough is the notifiable disease or not so this is the notifiable disease and it has the lymphocytosis and you will do the per nasal swab 
for the PCR to confirm the diagnosis. These three things never forget before you are going to appear in the exam. Whooping cough is botulinum pertussis and uh, it has the lymphocytosis and uh, confirmed diagnosis by the pernasal swab PCR of uh, uh, a toxin and it is a notifiable disease and you will treat with the macrolides and also will give the prophylaxis with the close contacts. Thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum.